hello and good morning to all india charts insiders i shivam welcome you to weekend with india charts episode 103 along with me the founder and strategist mr rohit srivastava good morning rohit good morning so uh, a mixed week for the indian markets but uh, strength coming from different pockets around the globe so uh, how do you see it now no i am very kicked about the very short term setup i mean we got what you always get pre expiry week correction back to 20 dma and yesterday you got the hammer candle at the 20 dma so to me uh this is a f- brilliant setup for a near term rally uh, okay. that should uh, only only thing is how long will it be a one week fast run or will it be slow pace but this is like a yesterday's uh, trade setup is uh, pretty pretty good it's a very good trade setup i would i would go all in on such a setup uh, okay a long trade so for anybody trying to understand so then they they need to now think what is what did we see <laughs> that that makes me say that this is an all in trade yesterday's close that that's a very big statement so yeah, uh, it, it comes very rarely but it just comes yes yesterday's so, stop loss i would think for you go from here to anywhere from here to 18800 to 19000 is what i'm looking at i just don't know whether it will happen in 5 days or whether it will happen in 3 weeks okay so uh my other question regarding this is that the does the run up in usd and raise some concerns or do you still see it uh, failing at 83 levels so you'll have to take each market on its own queue right now uh, i would like to hope that it fails but hope is not a strategy the weekly rmi is crossed to the bullish side on the other hand if it is going up because of the dxy and any global queues then the dxy has a five wave advance on the daily chart which maybe wave c completing so then we could actually be peaking out for the dollar but then again usdnr many times has outperformed the dollar index also and at times it has gone up with equity recent in the recent past once or twice uh, so i will look at each queue separately uh, but we are very close i mean see if i am saying that you know the setup for equity is so good i would think that the usdnr if it follows suit should also peak here and roll roll to the downside 83 you have both the trend line either you take it from the first top or the second top if you take a trend line of the highs both of them converge somewhere close to around 83 plus or minus 510 pesa so yes. we are pretty close to that and uh, that is a resistance not to watch out for to i am not able to predict you break out or you don't because okay. the long term trend for the dollar index is down so that means bigger picture uh, all of these need to roll down but if i look at say the yen or the yuan uh, both of them are in wave c of a counter trend bounce inside hmm. wave 2 and it is hard to say that wave c is over there there is room for them to go higher also in the short term so that means uh, there's going to be some divergences in the short term in the currency space i think we just uh, need to look at each market for its own and we know that many times usdnr and nifty have intermarket divergences near a top or a bottom so even if we if i say the low in nifty is made for the first four days you can't rule out that usdnr still makes higher highs before it actually reverses So it may even give that breakout uh, before reversing. Uh, I am not uh, ruling that out. Okay. So, uh, do you think that the news uh, that floated that was floating out yesterday around the currency note of rupees two thousand has an impact? No, it's nothing. Now because uh, they are not banning the currency note. All they are saying is we don't want it to be used in day to day. So you return it to the bank. Okay, but it is still legal tender. So if I have two thousand rupees lying around the house, it's not worthless. Yeah, it has value. That is the important part. Correct. Maybe they do that at some future date. So it is better mm-hmm. to do this slowly. I'm sure they'll not implement something the way they did last time. Mm-hmm. So the slow process is please return the notes. They'll mm-hmm. call for it once. They call call for it twice. Third time they may finally say that it is going out of circulation. Mm-hmm. Got it. Fine. So uh, let's jump to the charts. uh the main point has been commodities which is what is here uh but as i published yesterday the copper price is at 66% of this rise from this triangle bottom yeah. and i can see a small five wave advance on the hourly chart i didn't put out that chart but uh, mm-hmm. i just you know draw it over here from this low i think we can see 1 2 3 4 and 5 
and some pullback and then again we can see one two three four and five yeah so this i had not seen yesterday so now this is also happened so you're seeing a series of impulse which i think means is an early sign that yeah this till this bottom is not broken maybe we have a bottom in copper so first signs of hope and then okay. with that we go to other things now other things may see lead and all these don't have very clean charts for some reason here uh and also these patterns are complex so it is easier to say that it may be some kind of an x and a z okay not a 1 and a 2 this may be some x and z going on is z over or will it still do a d e o here uh because other commodities sometimes even diverge from copper so they'll be a little more painful uh so i'll not jump to a conclusion on other base metals the only thing i'm i'm able to sense right now is maybe we have a low in copper Yeah. the other one maybe is oil oil is also tricky is it done or isn't it done uh, i am not able to put a finger the daily rmi is turned bullish again but we are still probably just near the 20 day average i can just check okay see we just sold off from the 20 day so we are still not crossing the 20 day and if we are not crossing this red line near the 20 day then i cannot rule out it makes one more low and then comes back so this remains an open risk or will it just break out and continue higher i don't have the answer and if i don't have the answer all I, the answer i have is we are not going below 65 not because it. that's the fourth wave of previous degree so plus or minus of that a long term bottom will occur okay, which is essentially sorry which is essentially this low yes so, so i don't see us going below this low and this spike bottom was to this low only thing is it was a spike bottom which is why i'm not sure it's done you know maybe you actually go down there and touch that level and then come back and then we will be done so that's that's just the only last thing to watch for oil doesn't go below 62 but will it retest 62 one last time is the unknown got uh, the easier bets will possibly be in gold silver because silver has completed a five wave fall mm. from the high and if i take it as a expanded flat then 1 2 3 4 5 and c is done and we close positive so that means that we could from this bottom that we made here two days ago we could be reversing and that could mean that wave 3 wave 3 to the upside is unfolding the only thing i'll have to do to do that is fit a five wave advance into this rise so i had like there's this one bit here which i'll have to take as 3 4 then only i can do it otherwise i can't so that was the confusion in my mind but that provides a solution so then we are set up for three of three higher for silver uh gold is a little different uh, but what uh, what jay was telling me is that this first leg down and we can check it is probably three waves so that sort of would help us complete an abc abc and then this x and abc so this this abc is visible on the daily chart this we cannot clearly see so it looks like a one way decline and we start wondering whether how to counter abc or a five wave on the daily so that is the solution uh in which case uh we could be done in gold as well and on the weekly chart i don't think we've closed positive anywhere but yeah so so if that is done then we can actually resume an upward journey and then that will that coincide with a peak in the dollar index this is i think the main question so we are taking this as a b and then c 1 2 3 4 5 and c so it closed down even mm-hmm. here i think on the hourly chart possibly we can see something no we can't see a clear 5 yet or maybe this is 1 2 3 4 5 here then it extended maybe it's 3 4 5 5. so little more time to confirm that okay it just all we have right now is the possibility because it closed down mm-hmm. and it looks like 5 done so this high till this is not surpassed we will look at that now it can take some time here because like i said jpy or cny is not done so if there are any divergences between different currency pairs it may take time at the end of this before rolling over but once you have reached that point then you know at least you will start getting stability in the commodity space uh the last thing is if it does extend a bit possibly we'll watch for 61% retracement which is a little higher uh at around 101.80 uh but now let's say okay this also doesn't happen the what are the extreme points see i will not change my count the only thing i can do here is change how much it can go up so we are looking at the weekly chart of the dollar index and here the weekly rmi is still in buy mode and has not come back to the zero line so what that really means is that it leaves 
the option open that wave two retracement can get because it goes above the 20 week goes all the way to the upper band to complete the cycle it's still wave two because it wouldn't have surpassed this high or alternately it wastes time over here till the cycle completes and then starts three down so these are the possibilities and that i can think on the and the reasons why you know it may take some time before rolling over uh, again it's not necessary sometimes you can have a decline without you know the cycle fitting into place but the last bear market that i think of like here you did have multiple cycles in the entire phase down you know each time pulling back to the upper band here or here but there was also an interim phase here where it didn't cross the 20 week so i don't know which phase we are in right now will we go all the way up or will we simply extend from the 20 week lower we are already at the 20 week so in fact this week we've crossed that and we actually at the 40 year so that is why where uh, I started to think, well, if, if it has to, because here it failed on the 20. So now if it's trying to complete the cycle, maybe it will go a little higher or go sideways and complete it. So that means uh, it may take some time before you see uh, the DXY roll, although on the daily chart, we can see that ABC complete. So so I think I think the best part of the upside is done, but we can waste time and, you know, Let's see. Let us get that confirmation of a reversal. That is a that is a thing to watch out for. So, yeah. but yes, uh, given that the larger trend of the dollar is down, okay, long term, I think from the top in October, we are considering that it is in a downward trend. Uh, the markets are not giving it that much attention. It does have some effect on commodity prices, but equities are discounting uh, the fact. Yeah. At least, at least U.S. equities, European or others, we are seeing all those Asian markets. There were some corrections and pullbacks in Asia, but uh, some of the Asian markets are even going higher or breaking out. So it's pretty much a mixed bag. So they're not. It's not like an across-the-board weakness. Of course, if we go by the EEM index, yes, there has been a short-term pullback, and we can sort of associate that short-term pullback in the emerging market MSCI emerging market index, which has happened here, to the pullback in the dollar. Yeah. Okay. And any stability on the dollar front should help it resume the upward trend because we already done with a 61% retracement. It's just waiting for some positive trigger for the EM to take off. Yeah. And uh, I think even the weightage of China may be higher in this ETF. I'm not sure what the weightages are because last I checked, there are 1200 stocks now. So they have taken stocks from every country. Okay. Now, surely that means there is some representation from each country, but how much and who's, uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get into that or didn't find it at the first instance. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure because if I look at C, we always try to say that, but there's no similarity in this index with China. Mm. So I think it is, uh, it's not China concentrated. That's a misleading function. Mm. It just got all the large companies, I think from different countries, like it has Infosys from India and so on. Okay. And, uh, uh, and if we look at the entire Asian basket, we will see that variation, you know, where you on the one side, you have Japan, which has crossed its uh, 2020 high, 21 high. Okay. And that sort of puts it at a 22 year high now, because the last time it peaked uh, was the 1989 bubble. Since then it was in depression. Mm. And now it is, you know, recovering in a new bull market since uh, the last three, four years. Uh, which is getting it closer and closer to that all-time high. So, but in any case, at a 22-year high means it's continuation of this upward trend. So, this is this is one of the lead markets probably holding out. Uh, but some of the others, like if you say China, like you said, yes, it's been flat. It's not exactly going down, but it's in this range uh, gyrating. This pattern looks complete because it's an expanding triangle. It's complete at the bottom. We just haven't got the next move higher here. Okay. Uh, the other surprise market is here, Taiwan. Taiwan has surpassed its previous high of last month. So it made a five-wave advance, surpassed this high. So it started off to a third wave of a larger degree. So there I'm projecting it's probably going to head towards 19,000 something, 300 in the next uh, three to four or six months. The same thing is close to happening in Thailand. Oh, sorry, in Korea. So Korea yeah. also has this leading diagonal type structure. Now, I'm not sure it's a leading, can't see five here, but in any case, it's a structure. And now after this support or, you know, temporary break at the lower end, it's taking off into maybe a third wave. Got it. So very, very interesting time. 
uh, uh, setups in these markets. The one which is lagging is probably a, a, a Jakarta or a Malaysia in a Singapore year is lagging. I have marked it as one and two, but we are not really seeing them take off. Hmm. You know, so Malaysia, say if you take KLSE, yeah, this is also sort of flat and down. Uh, nothing much happening. So it's been that is where I think because it's a mixed bag. Uh, that's what the index reflects. But even then, I think the index is not reflecting the new highs in Japan, Taiwan, uh, almost in Thailand, also in other emerging markets. Uh, if they count Brazil, uh, yeah. Brazil has started to rally. So it's almost, I think, broken past this falling trend line. Okay, yeah. so I think it started a new wave higher. Uh, you also, uh, we've already discussed it on Russia. I think they removed from the EM after the Ukraine okay. attacks, but Russia has also picked up. Uh, pretty well. Uh, so, so, so many of these markets. Australia again lagging, but I think uh, ready to happen because I think this is a five-wave rise and this is an ABC correction. It's sort of ready now. Maybe this is one and two, and ready to go into a larger third higher. Yeah. So also in the Europe, also strength is visible with DAX sitting all-time high. Yeah. So I open the European template. What we what we are really getting is of course DAX breaking past to a new all time high. So for quite some time, I think FTSE was the first one to do that in Jan or Feb, and DAX was lagging and it is now sort of joined there. But what makes it more interesting is in terms of the wave structure. What we are looking at is one two one two one two three times. I'm not even able to call this a leading diagonal because it didn't. I usually like a leading diagonal to you know touch this lower line. Mm. before going up and it didn't do that now if i take three times one two that means how much more is left on the upside for this to even complete it's going to be a massive massive rally yeah in fact uh, there are a couple of charts uh, and for people who have not watched uh, my interview cut uh, it's on youtube i think i've shared the links maybe i'll put it in the notification also uh, i suggest they do because a lot of long term discussion there but there were two, three charts which were left out and I'll, I'll, I'll look at those only right now. The rest you can uh, see in that discussion. And the reason I'm going to that is uh, what we just discussed, Europe. So I actually yeah. put a long term chart of both uh, Europe and Japan. Okay. We ran out of time. Mm. Uh, both of these are essentially starting new, new bull runs, right? We have one impulse in Japan from the bottom. This was the all time high. So we had the first wave, first runs. And the post-COVID rally essentially is wave one and two of a new run mm. that is starting. And this is now three starting. So this is like all the way. Right. 40,000. Imagine three, four and five. So till three is not over, we are in a bull market. Okay. So this is just Japan. Got the it. same thing, the same thing is visible in Europe. I've redrawn the bottom line, you know, to not include these lows. Just to show it looks triangular. But if you see it's not a triangle, it's complex. You can take it as W, X, Y, X, Z. But yeah. this complex phase has been followed by a five-wave rise in the post-COVID rally. And this has this five-wave rise has been retraced in the second wave, wave two, and now we are starting a third. So when we start surpassing the previous high in individual indices, it's sort of confirming this idea that it's a very big third going on. Yeah. So this is nothing like what we are seeing in the US. US, maybe in a fifth long term, as I'm thinking, or worst case scenario, only a B wave. But mm. other markets are in some kind of explosive phase. And uh, uh, this all may be pretty much backed by what both Japan and Europe has been have been doing for the last 10 years. You know, just before we got on this uh, recording and I was just thinking I would, I would write about this in the long shot report also. Uh, but I'll make a mention. When you look at this long term chart of the dollar, okay, and you seriously think why was the dollar going up? The dollar was going up at a time when the US was doing QE. Logically, QE meant that the US was expanding its currency base. Yeah. The dollar should have been falling, but it did not fall. The only time it fell was here, which was a non-QE period. But it was a period when interest rates were dropped to almost uh, 2% or you know less than 2%, something like that. Uh, and... Uh, in, in in such a period, I mean, that was done here and then they were raised, actually, they reached 2% down here and then they were interest rates were raised uh, during this period when the dollar was falling. So why did this happen and why why did in a QE world, why did the dollar go up? 
So when I just think of it in terms of cross rates, okay, cross rates is the dollar index is what? It is the dollar against the euro, okay, the pound, uh, the Japanese yen and the pound, right? The British pound. So let's call that uh, G, okay, G, GDP. Okay. The GBP and the JPY, okay. These two components, I think more than the euro, euro does play a big role. But these two components, I think, uh, rather this one, sorry, the euro and the yen have played a very big role, maybe even the GGP to some extent. So that's Europe and Japan. What did they do? This run on the dollar. Okay. Uh, this is this at this time, the USD INR did not go up much. The reason is this run up was not really because of uh, deflation or the US, which only happened here. This run-up on the dollar was because of US problems, banking crisis and so on. This run-up on the dollar was because Europe was on its whatever it takes path, which means they were weakening the Euro European currency to stabilize their economy after the Greek bailout. And Japan said, we'll do the same. And so they also started to buy bonds. So basically, Europe and Japan were both buying bonds incessantly throughout this period. This, that is what drove the euro up. Because if you're weakening the yen and you're weakening the euro, Okay, the dollar goes up. It's the opposite side, right? Uh, right. Uh, of the component, uh, USD JPY. If the JPY falls, the DXY USD goes up. So it was not a long USD trade. It was actually a short euro, short yen trade that drove up the dollar index. That's what I'm trying to highlight. Now the question is, was this the same? And if you ask me and you really think about it, to some extent it was. Yes, your US was raising rates, etc. Okay, but it did that only after this point. Mm. Till that point, and even after that, what was happening? Europe was not pulling back on its QE till June of, uh, I think, 2022. Japan has still not pulled out. It was still, I think, last year, I remember Feb, March, it was still buying bonds. Now also on and off, if something happens, they are ready to buy bonds. So Japan never backed off from their policy. Europe has backed off after inflation hit 10%. US is the only one raising rate. So this dollar run was possibly a mix because uh, because you have Europe still weakening their currency, you have Japan still weakening their currency, the same thing they were doing here. Plus, you had a US raising rates. So you had a triple combination. Uh, but my main point is these guys, because they have expanded their balance sheet for like almost 10 years, hmm. those markets seem to have stabilized and come out of their problems, which is what these charts are showing. And they also went through this long phase, right? Long phase of underperformance before it started. It's not like it's almost 20 years for Japan and maybe almost uh, 10 years or 15 years for even Europe because the Euro, this is the Euro stocks index. Yeah. The Euro stocks index is an average of stocks from all the European nations actually peaked in 2000. Okay. 2008, it made a lower high and then it made still a lower high. And so if I go from 2000 to 2020, it's again 20 years. So 20 years is a typical deflationary or depression cycle, something that US has not been through. Mm. People have spent a lot of time predicting it will happen, but it didn't. But yeah. these companies have done it and they're coming out of this with all their uh, money expansion. This is, this is very important long term. Mm. Okay. And so even if as US may go into its own issues, uh, other parts of the world are, world are coming out. Other parts of the world can only hope one thing, ki US just stays there, then we are good because uh, just they, they just have to ensure that they don't uh, spark any kind of trouble. Yeah, I think that's the only role of the US right now, given its uh, debt situation. Yeah, right. So yeah, this is, nice. this is a deeper insight uh, into what may be happening. Why are these markets breaking out? And the answer is they've been stimulating for very long. Yeah, And it's beginning to work in terms of inflating their economies out of a deflation. And US is in a different stage of its cycle. It's not in that stage yet. Correct. But in the sh uh, short term setup, even the US uh, looks positive now. So yes, short to medium term, I would say it looks positive. In fact, by the end of this month, uh, what one, one and a half week left to go, if we manage to close above the 20 month average, that will sort of confirm uh, the next level picture as well, uh, that we are actually crossed because the last bear market also ended with it crossing the 20-month average. Right. And that's sort of going to happen here. So it would have failed to break down, which means even the lower Bollinger Band didn't break, which did break over here. 
as in a major bear market so it's not looking like a major bear market it's looking like a correction inside this trend and which is why i'm keeping it open that if the other parts of the world start to do well then us even as it tags along can do a fifth wave of long term yeah which is uh, which is what i've shown in one of the charts here and i'll just go to that which is this this is of course just the nasdaq and so what i've tried to think here is 1 2 1 2 3 4 3 4 and maybe we still have a fifth even if the fifth is just a double top and nothing more we might still have something left because we haven't broken this long term channel except temporarily over here got it so and as we saw we haven't broken the bands as well so uh, and this goes completely contrary to Uh, popular thinking of us recession and crash which i've explained in that video so i would suggest people go and see that but right now the setup is that we've started a wave 3 okay so this means us and p's 1 and 2 and 3 and even if i take it as a counter trend a b c has to complete five waves so 3 4 and 5 is pending which is what is uh, still not done the alternate is to take this as 1 and 2 of a fifth in which case a lot more longer term is left So in any case, we have three and four and five, which I think even three, the immediate for those who are looking at just immediate, the three is going to provide us the upward momentum uh, from at least the global side. Now the question is, do we do we join in? Yeah, and I think possibly uh, we should. So bring bring it back to our chart. Uh, before that, uh, uh, was there any change in that uh, CFTC positioning this week? Oh, good question. <laughs> new record, new new shorts. <laughs> oh, oh God! Of course, data is still Wednesday only, okay. which means uh, because they always report it on Friday and it is uh, till Wednesday. But their stop loss is taken out end of the week. Yeah, so that means those shorts got added uh, here midweek yeah. when it was still flat. Or when the Dow was still below the twenty-day, and people are still selling into this bounce, thinking that it will fall. So the number went to three lakh eighty-eight thousand contracts now. Last time it was three seventy-three or something. Imagine Web three beginning on such a bad sentiment. Yeah, people are shorting away, hoping it will fall. So there was oh. a Bloomberg article right in the morning saying that you know hedge funds are saying the more it goes up, the more it will fall. <laughs> Imagine the desperation. <laughs> that's the desperation of the industry that is not able to digest what is going on because uh, they are overlooking the liquidity factor that has been driving markets for the last uh, decade or so you know that takes me to the other two two slides i didn't show there and we've discussed them before here uh, jay was in fact asking me about liquidity you know so i said let me get an updated chart and i think mm. this one came from uh the global macro investor rahul pal who writes this report so he put this is the liquid liquidity indicator they tracking and putting on top of the snp now of course they can be divergences like here sometimes between or here for some time but broadly speaking you get a trend so if you see the white line it has gone down it has started to go up and mm-hmm. accordingly equities have started to recover so that is sort of the basic idea so right. sometimes people start saying oh now the liquidity is falling and they only talking about this small little dip over here yeah and start so you you see that in articles but unless i see the a bigger change in trend like something like this i would not call it a decline you know it may eventually still go higher for some reason mm. so i think the trend has changed and that is more apparent from this this uh, this particular chart which is from cross border capital i think it's updated till april because they uh published it uh, online and uh, uh since october they were saying that you know this is turned the liquidity cycle is turning which was down here you know and since then it has come up a bit and this usually takes like a good one two years to 60 months they said so that's like quite a bit uh, yeah. for this whole thing to play out from bottom to top you know so unless we get back there we are not at a peak liquidity situation We're right now at the bottom end of liquidity situation. So as liquidity is still expanding step by step, it will keep providing a boost to asset markets. That is sort of what I'm trying to, you know, conclude over here. This is much more zoomed in picture of 
liquidity measured based on only central bank assets, which is Fed, ECB, Bank of Japan till end of April. This is also slightly higher. Okay. From the bottom end. So that is then this is despite US is still doing QE. So that means the other central banks, which is China and Japan, are adding sufficiently to the liquidity to you know, perk it up a bit. Now, unless this this starts falling again, it would it would be sort of supportive. So uh, with that, let's go to our market. So this is, I think, the setup for Indian equity. Let me just uh, take it on a wide scale. Okay, on the on the weekly chart, we've very nicely done. We have one, two, three, four. Okay, so that's what I'm going to take it as that we have done one, two, three, four. The only problem I have with this count is that three is shorter than one, even mm -hmm. though by a small amount, which means the fifth can be truncated or can be shorter. Or let's say it can be at the most equal to the third wave. So best case scenario is a little above 19,000. But I would sense that anywhere between 18,800 and 19,000. So that means this trend line of the highs okay, is what I'm looking at. That's close to 19,000. I don't think we'll get past that in this move. Uh, we might just touch it at the most because that uh, trend line itself is, I think, close to 19,000. Hmm. Okay, this box I've probably drawn... Uh, this nifty 50 right because yesterday i drew it it was actually almost touch crossing 19 and the, the line can be made more accurate maybe trend line yeah no i am worried about the box uh, okay trend line yes you're right it can be but the box is not showing only 18900 right now okay so yeah yesterday i was checking i thought it was showing a little more it seems accurate. Hmm. Yeah, that's then that's the upside limit here. 18, actually it's 18, 9, 80 something. So it's almost reaches 19. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my that's the best case scenario. Now, of course, the alternate is that we take it as one to one to which we were doing for a while and we say three will go way higher. Hmm. I cannot say no to that scenario, but I would not jump to the optimistic scenario. It's not It's not right. It doesn't always happen. So if we have a third shot, let's just presume that the fifth would be something like this. And then we get a larger ABC. That larger ABC possibly doesn't go below this also. It may just come back to where we were just now, which is 18,000. And, and that would be a larger wave one and two. This is what I'll imagine right now. Uh, this rally lasted for three weeks. This one also lasted for three weeks. I'm not sure this one will take that long or not. So, but I can presume that sometimes if, I mean, this case third is shorter, this can happen very fast. It can end up being even one week. Okay. Sometimes. I mean, it happened in the last two times uh, in, I think, August. Back here, this last move. You yeah. see. Okay. This, this uh, does sometimes follow the structure. So actually, if I put in a, just to show you, is the other thing which uh, to keep in mind is how we how we interact with the uh, uh, with the moving average. Okay, so this last move was essentially one, two, three, four took support on the twenty DMA and then quickly did the fifth. Hmm. Now, of course, here the first also was small. That is the only difference when I'm making this comparison with the current situation that you didn't have. You had extended third waves. Even here, you had an extended third wave. So uh, the closest comparison is only this first rally from the COVID bottom where the third was shorter and then the fifth was shortest. But again, yeah. here, this was a fast spike. Yeah. Okay. But then again, this was also four or five days. So in terms of time, it was equal. So that is where the time price thing I'm, uh, I'm lost. But I do find that couple of fifth waves, which are, uh, you know, after taking support on the average, which are happening, if they occur quickly, you know, if you get a quick spike, it can just end up being a one week, something like this into expiry. And then after that, you'll go into a larger ABC correction and then actually start a third wave. Hmm. This would be my preferred scenario in my mind. The alternate scenario is that if it goes beyond 19,000, then we do one, two, one, two, and then continue with three. Then there'll be another normal pullback, another normal, and it'll just continue this way. Got it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh can you check if Nifty 500 did wave 3 is equal to 1 equality? It did not. I have checked. It, it's okay. also short. 
okay even in the all cap index it is short so i couldn't find uh, uh equality mm. and this candle by the way is actually a proper hammer as per even the meta stocks reading where uh, you have a long lower shadow so when we look at a candle chart okay yeah. you have a long lower shadow and and uh, the ideal hammer is when the closing is higher than the opening so yeah. the box is empty which indicates that the closing is higher than then the opening which is actually a positive hammer now of course a negative hammer also if your closing is lower doesn't mean it's not a hammer but this is better always okay and so a hammer at the 20 dma uh, after a 3 day correction which is a 38% retracement of wave 3 compared to okay compared to this which was a 23% retracement in wave 1 also gives you alternation Mm. Okay, that this was a smaller retracement. This was a slightly bigger retracement. Uh, one more thing, I think the reverse channel also was somewhere around there. Correct. The reverse channel uh, was also there, and uh, though it did go temporarily below it, yeah, but uh, it is recovered and closed inside it. Uh, so even based on this, the top end of the channel, of course, doesn't go very far. It's eighteen six hundred and something, yeah, which is also the truncation level. So if I take thirty eight percent of this entire rise. and project the fifth wave will come to around 18600 so that is the worst case key it's very truncated mm. it just go here and then it's over the best right. case is that it will overshoot and come closer to 18900 19000 okay and and then only pull back so let's see so uh, mid cap and small cap index are, have still closed positive for the week indicating the strength there the continuation of the current trend yeah yeah Yeah, so their weekly charts didn't even have the second wave, I guess, and that that is then a good risk. That even the fourth wave, they are not showing any pullback. So the strength in the broad market, I think, is beyond. Even though it almost touched the twenty DMA intraday, yeah, you know that means like one, two, three, four, five. How it managed to hold that, even yes. though you may get a on the candle on the weekly as an upper shadow, but yeah. So in terms of count here also, I will mark it as three and four. I mean, I think that's the still end up being three. But yeah, that's on the daily chart. On the weekly, we are we are unable to see that. Got it. In fact, uh, you know, I actually thought that the third wave will not end so soon. I was expecting the third to extend, given you know this rally is so big. Yeah. Okay. i was actually thinking that if i draw something like this we'll possibly go all the way to the top end of this uh, channel one way okay but so far that has been proven wrong because the nifty is paused now in 3 weeks time yeah third wave because the third wave here this one this third wave lasted for 6 to 7 weeks even this one so i thought that this one also could last for 6 to 7 weeks instead it has ended up only being 3 weeks similar to the first wave in time so that is why i have shifted from you know expecting an extreme rally to a truncation but mm-hmm. let's see anything is possible we figure it out around 18 919000 by then we should get a sense of the momentum yeah. or whether any sentiment readings are reaching high or you know anything worth paying attention to got it i think if it goes up slowly just an afterthought if it just goes up slowly possibly there is a case it will extend longer but if it happens very fast like i said in a week just like this was one week if it just does a one week kind of move then i would think that it's going to first correct got it i think that's that's the way to probably think about it got it so uh now that um, we are seeing maybe the dollar index might have done with the bounce any any change do you see on the metal index metal index is painful but uh, it did reach 61% so in the in one of the intraday videos i was saying that well indelco is at 61 but metal index is not at 61 and then it fell in the last uh, day i think between thursday and friday the fall has reached 61% in this last bit yeah so it that 61% forms this hammer like candle okay it may not be a perfect hammer because the closing also is lower than the open but it has a long lower shadow and it's a positive closing so it's not even a harami because the real body is negative yeah 
but even then uh, uh, i just don't i just haven't figured out how to count it on the nse metal index because this fall will appear five if yeah i have to think oh, should i put four and see we can always make adjustments in hindsight yeah to fit our to fit our narrative mm. but uh, see this is higher than this so i cannot even do i'll have to think expanded flat mm. no but then uh, see i cannot even do c5 so this is not even because b this cannot be one and two yeah so this is still okay here i mean that's the problem will be with how to count this yeah abc or is it abc xabc or something else so i have to look at the uh, internals on the early so actually i think where you marked a that would still be four and then on the top five and then abc fall yeah yeah that is also possible you're right actually i remember seeing that on stock some of the stock charts that uh, this was a consolidation yeah it could then be then abc truncated c and then and then did abc from there yeah okay and this 61% is going to be the key is it going to hold not going to hold okay uh, so uh any favorite sectors for the upcoming move yeah i would have said metal but i'll wait for metal to show some positive momentum rmi maybe an early impulse okay then i would think that because it's a third wave starting it should be interesting right but it may just take that time because like i said dollar may take time commodities may take time because of all the pressure that was there maybe after this debt ceiling is behind us so maybe for a few days just let it base out yeah. should be no hurry now so till that time we chase performance again so what is the which are the sectors which are holding stronger is it still capital goods looks like actually it has fallen very very less mm. so these these areas wherever there is been strength or uh, should i look at like a psu bank which is already corrected yeah there's a psu bank index i think prices are back to the lower bollinger band and uh, i would try to think as to this correction being complete which means one and two overall being complete and a three starting so this would be one two something like that okay if i just put the rmi to get a sense okay so didn't touch the lower band but yeah the rmi is back below zero the cycle is done we're looking at a fresh cycle starting whereas so, uh, on the weekly chart yeah. the weekly chart has already started a cycle got it it's at the 20 week average right now so that is also good support so the reality sector has been very strong lately so oh any counts there so reality sector went up a lot but it has also fallen very very hard in the last few days back to the 20 dma hmm. and jumping up so i was trying to doubt is it five wave complete or not but my general sense is probably 1 2 3 4 so it'll do a fifth but then three is shorter so fifth will not be very big it might just go here and then end okay it needs to complete that correction then only start larger one larger two larger three so it may if if at all it goes up from the 20 day it's a fifth of the structure mm. as of now similar to the nifty yeah got it but three is much shorter so i would think that right now it will not not go crazy nothing crazy okay. i will expect from here so so yeah this this last rally i think will be more 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 broad based individual stocks not so you might find strong breadth yeah so if we we go to strike where people should be soon able to access the daily breadth 20 20 day uh ad ratio 40 day ad ratio i'm just going to look at the 20 right now because we are figuring the short term and what i wanted to show is sometimes as we enter the fifth wave you get a divergent rally which means and i think i discussed this in in the videos during the week i think on youtube or where you get a second move which means this is the peak and then you get you'll get some breadth move up in the fifth wave so that means a lot of stocks participate but you may not see a new high in the ad ratio you might get something like this so you get a negative divergence something very something like we've seen here you know or or something like we've seen here or even sometimes something like this you know in a different format but basically some some kind of divergence as we head into the fifth wave the last move up here to here or here to here when you make a higher high okay or here to here when we make a higher high we make a slightly lower high in the uh, ad ratio 
So that, that is what uh, I'll be, uh, you know, looking for now in this final move up is that we develop some kind of a uh, breadth divergence in the AD ratio when the fifth happens. So which means again, what I was saying is a lot of stocks participate. Okay, so I'll go back to so a lot of stocks will participate here, but not everything does well. So if mm -hmm. I look at a reality and I feel fifth is truncating, maybe not. And then within banking, if I find something which has been underperforming, but suddenly picking up. Okay, so I'm just giving an example. Note, this is not an advice, but just my sense. Now, if I'm looking at Axis Bank, okay, yeah. it rallied strongly here in the last time banks went up. But right now with the bank index rallying, ICICI Bank has done much better than Axis. The question is, they are all large banks, right? So sometimes, you know, one catches up with the rest sooner or later, everything catches up. So will there be a catch up? So you'll have to find, you know, places where catch up is going to happen, where there's a lag. It could be there in the auto stocks. Some of the autos which are lagging may suddenly yeah. pick up different outcomes. Yeah. How it will how will it end up being A, B, C, D? Yeah. Will it be wild? <laughs> or will it actually be one, two, then three, four, five? The mm -hmm. the least the recent fall looks clear ABC and then a good positive. And the good part is at least it's holding the twenty DMA year and year. Yeah. So so that much it indicates you get a spike, but uh, what would be the structure eventually is what I'm not able to. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, we for the time being we go with the yeah, if it is five eight or we mark one and two, one and two, which is logical. Hmm. Unless that is proven wrong, that's what we go with. No, but I was just here yeah, trying to figure out are there any others like access which are just slowly picking up. So you have to really find so that variation will happen. I mean, I don't know whether Reliance also, I think weekly will look like uh, one, two, three, four. Okay, because it closed down for the week. So it has a very similar count to the uh, index. Yeah, to, uh, to the index. So this may be three and four, but again, three may be short. I have not checked. Okay. There is no so overlap this, yet, right? No, no overlap. This this high and this low? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. The only thing is on, on the length. But again, length depends on from where we start counting. Hmm. Either say bottom, say lunga, so it may appear at a short. Yeah. And the case for extension. So that's why this answer on extension may not be there. Yeah. But I'm just keeping the highlight that if we look for strength that may you know do better yeah uh, so yeah i mean there's for example now it mm. okay since you mentioned now it index is actually been uh, you know not participating even as the us tech index is broken out now for yeah. all of a sudden they may start doing well yesterday we saw the first sign of that yeah the it stocks were up even on a weak uh, performance day since the morning yeah. So I'm trying to think for a long time that this is from this bottom truncated. This is one and two. Yeah. Possibly or A and B, whatever. One and two and three starting. Yeah. So that is where performance can come from. Something which uh, uh, which yeah. is still to join in and not participated and starts participating. Yeah. The weekly chart of the big uh, big guy uh, Infi says that the weekly looks like a one two. Let me go to the weekly. Though, uh, what is the count? I took ABC and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Or WXY. Yeah, I know. I think I marked it on, on the chart itself. I have actually taken X and then this is ABC. Okay. There's some, yeah, I mean, maybe I've marked it like a diamond. <laughs> mm. It's not even a diamond. It's a yeah. pretty weird, weird structure. I'm still getting my head around how to take it. Either it'll be ABC X and then mm. some ABC, mm. something more complex. Got it. But this part has three waves, then it won't make sense. And yeah. I'm not so sure whether I should take this fall as entire fall from year to year as five. Then I need I mean, I don't know if has it overlapped or not overlapped. Not overlapped. Huh? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that is also an option actually. But then that requires me to say that the previous fall was also five years. A, B, C, D, E, F, one, two, three, four, five year. Mm. And then this is an A, B, C, and then this is one, two, three, four, five. Okay. And it's a very large A, B, C structure. Can be done. 
Mm. And then as you are saying, this is one, two, three. Yeah. And we may not have broken. So the only thing is you may not have broken out of. So watch this very closely. This this flag over here. Yeah. You know, you're very close to breaking out of it. Moment you surpass this range high, three is on. Yeah. I think these are the places to watch. You know, suddenly you yeah. get different performance, different sectors doing well. The ones that did well earlier may do less well, and the new ones will do well, and that rotation will go on. Yeah, your rota- strong rotation has been the template for this move, and forever. I think last seven, eight years has been about rotation. It, yeah, that pattern only changed. I think after two thousand and twelve, thirteen. Yeah, markets have always had rotation. Yeah, which is why we need to keep both alternates open of a five and a one, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't know how it will extend. Because if some some sector out of the blue gives a surprise, we may get a lot of extensions without any yeah. major correction. Yeah, I mean, just like in IT, we are saying it's only three, and yeah. so it's not even over. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's interesting setup. Uh, so please note these are uh, not investment advices. Disclaimer. So uh, even PSU stocks recently are volatile. Healthcare. Healthcare has taken a very deep cut. I would this be the one to avoid in this particular rally? No, actually, in the I think Nifty health, uh, the NS, NSE healthcare has a EBC decline. Can't see it in the BSE. I don't know why both are so different. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Nifty Pharma. I can actually see this as ABC, and it's pretty deep. Hmm. Now, I don't know uh, which particular stock has a higher weightage in Nifty Pharma compared to BSE Healthcare, which caused this to become mm. so much more deeper into the 19th, which is not the case here. Actually, I think Sun Pharma and Dr. Reddy both have fallen quite a bit. Because NSE Healthcare, if I see ABC done, so I would like to think that one is going to You mm. know, and somewhere it's ready to do three. Right. BSE, when I'm seeing, it has still got room to fall to the lower band. Yeah. Or to this uh, previous fourth wave. Yeah, this choice of sector or stock uh, going to be very stock specific more than general general sectors. We will not be able to say this will do well. IT is one mm-hmm. which is not participated. Right. But other sectors, I think, uh, looks like a difficult call. I thought power would suddenly take off. But uh, then you got this sharp correction. Now again here, the question is of one to one two because this is also overlapped. Mm, right. If it is a one to one two, then it's got to do a three. In which case, this is a good case for mm. three of three. Right. In power to unfold, an ABC correction is done. Yeah. So within a within a sector, also uh, selected stocks can do much better than the others. Yeah. 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 Very much. I think we didn't look at bank nifty so yeah. bank nifty is slightly trickier than nifty itself in terms of structure because nifty is clear cut one two three four uh, but in bank nifty there are many more subdivisions in between hmm. you know even on the early chart nifty didn't have cycles where the bank nifty had you know at this point this point on the early chart so we have multiple subdivisions but what i came to conclude is that whether I count all the ways from here, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, there's a 17th left mm. somewhere. Or if I do it in another way, also I have the fifth wave left. So I just concluded that, see, one way or the other, the first count is similar to Nifty key, fifth is left. Yeah. The, altern- the alternate is that if I simply go to the weekly chart and I mark it as 1, 2, like we are doing in some of the other sector indices, then has it started a third already? Is this okay. one and two? And then is it again one and two and three going on? Is it going to extend that way? Or is it one, two, three, four, five? Okay. Yeah, this but these are all our these are all our short-term issues. Uh, yeah. just to highlight. You know, this is a larger one and two, and we are in a larger three, which has a long way to go. Yeah. Within this, we are just wondering whether you get a subdivision one, two, three, four, five. So that is why we are focused on just finding out whether it's a five or not. I yeah. don't think big picture is a is an issue. That is that's a very important point. And yeah. big picture, it's like a long way to go. So, uh, 
from investors point of view there are a lot of good opportunities uh, since we also saw so many long term setups coming in the value wave and trade setups the last week yeah okay yeah i mean yeah i mean what that tells us is that at a stock level there are many stocks which are not fallen and this i think i have spoken about before below the 40 week or the 20 month and so on uh showing that you know because when you are in a severe bear market usually everything starts to fall in break levels that is sort of didn't happen in the last one one and a half year yeah and that's that's where the strength is so then we just look for stocks that are strong which have held those levels or pulled back to those levels yeah that doesn't mean that stocks that have fallen more cannot come back but just the ones that have fallen less often outperform on a long term basis so for long term investors always look for that uh a performance strength as a place to be in you know right. rather than doing the bottom up bottom up is always hard because a stock that has fallen a lot for some reason it may take its own sweet time making a comeback and you know news has to change fundamentals right. have to change much more uh whereas the one which is holding out that means something is already happening there mm. that is why it's holding out and so uh the idea is to to of course chase performance so uh i think that's pretty much it about it any anything we have missed at last i can look at the inr uh chart okay we discussed it in the beginning but you know just to look at the chart itself okay. so it's a complicated chart like Let me take a white white screen. Okay, for a while I've been trying to think that this is some kind of a triangle completing. Then is it complete? Do I draw it now? If I draw this from this top, top to this top, it just touched it here or mildly crossed it. Hmm. But the bullish case would be to say, why can't we take this as A B C D E done and we take off? Yeah. <laughs> I don't rule it out. long back i had taken this as a leading diagonal which means 1 and 2 i can very much take this as 3 4 and expect that 5 will happen but 5 need not be very big okay. if i just go by the size of 1 it can even end over here you know just around 84 85 somewhere in that range or 84 half yeah something let's let's put an exact number to it what is equality so the best case equality and if i take minimum that is this wave Okay. So if I take minimum this much, we end up at around eighty four half. If I take the whole thing here to here, we end up at eighty six almost. And okay. if I do a thirty eight percent truncation, since one was since three was extended, that would be pretty big. It would be around so much. So it would be very similar, like quality to wave one, same. Mm-hmm. around 80 85 50 okay 84 50 to 86 is a broad range i think somewhere in that if this is a fifth wave in the usd inr that is the range in which it goes to uh so can it go up yeah. with along with equity i think that is the only question right what are you asking sorry uh even if it's fifth uh, on the daily i think 1 2 and 3 is visible so maybe just 4 and 5 to go maybe 4 and 5 to go it's also possible that uh, in a in a in a larger wave so let me just go to the daily chart um, okay when a when a larger wave is developing hmm. it can also subdivide into a larger five wave so so maybe as equities are going to do their fifth this is 1 2 3 it will do 4 5 okay hmm. if it does 4 5 we can also take it as 1 of 5 and 2 of 5 got it When this happens, you go to eighteen thousand nine hundred. Yes, and larger ABC starts. Yeah, this is how things correlate, you know. Yeah, this makes. So when the bigger action happens, this will end up doing three. It will end up doing four. Mm. Now, of course, the the thing is with that, you still have a fifth left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the end, it suppose it it falls into place somehow. or yeah it it can so if it has to complete fire there is a way i'll tell you see we don't know right now it's all developing hmm. what we might think as 4 5 maybe a very small pullback and it may just extend into nine waves or something like that you hmm. know so it right. might be end up being one of five two of five three of five four of five five of five so with with nine waves you might just complete it and within this we might have our correction and our boom so just throwing a thought i mean different yeah. we 
we won't know how it unfolds yeah but but it does make sense yeah so i think if if by the time we complete our five we should know what the currency is going correct you know, if we are able to see an impulse then we know that it's going to extend in the next move got it in fact this 4345 i just thought may happen within the abc there's a abc correction in nifty mm okay so it will be three so it will be one and two now and then it will be three four and five with the a b and c yeah pretty much possible <laughs> this is how divergences can oh. continue themselves yeah because it is a nice triangle you know so and it is the way it is going up and we are still saying bxy may hang around or go to the upper band or something on the weekly you know if it just takes time then currency does its own thing i think even if dxy doesn't do because dxy is mostly euro but we can see that on the yen and the cny so that pressure will come indirectly on our currency more than just the dxy mm. will be pressured by the cross rates other cross rates yeah so uh that let's wrap up for the day any ending statements from you 19000 here we come <laughs> got it so see you everyone next week thank you for tuning in thank you thank you